0: To the Mark Stary Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest tonight's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Stary, and I'm a 20 plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota Metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Starry, that's S T A R Y music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most other places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two, you would mind tossing in the podcast tip jar. Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Stary Music Podcast. Also considering helping get the word out on the street via social media, five-star rating, interview, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Prince. I like Hollywood. I just like Minneapolis a little bit better. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 278. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, ID Chrysler, Zumbrota, and the B-Dale Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Stay warm out there during the sub-zero week, Minnesota-Wisconsin friends. you feel cooped up at all, I'll be rocking out most of the week, socially distance conscious, of course, around the metro. We'll let some live music, local food, and drink warm you up. Thursday played at the Bdale Club in St. Paul slash Roseville, Minnesota. Was a blast working again with good buddy and previous podcast guest, Rob, the King of St. Paul. Music trivia for t shirts was awesome. Friday played at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Love the new German community table. So fun rocking for the folks right in front. Rebecca says it's staying. Saturday played at Rosetown Legion in Roseville, Minnesota. So much fun. Awesome venue. Looking forward to a long relationship rocking for those folks there
1: shows.
0: Wednesday, February 10th, 2021, I'll be playing at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, February 11th, I'll be playing at Bdale Club in Roseville St. Paul, Minnesota from 6 to 9 p.m. Saturday, February 13th, I'll be playing Eagle Lounge in Fox Creek, Wisconsin from 8 to 11 p.m. DJ Gino to follow It's part one of two with Twin Cities multi-instrumentalist Isaac Levy. We talk Chubby Mammal Recording Studio, growing up in the heart of the Twin Cities music scene, Jim Anton's bass playing, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Do, the you you too, no Mr. Isaac Levy, welcome to the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. How are you doing today there, Isaac? good thanks for having me on brother yeah man it's good good to have you on the show how's it going for you
2: great man um in my last year of high school so i'm just wrapping everything up for the semester and just kind of trying to stay on top of music and homework so it's
0: yeah i got you man um so isaac i follow you on facebook as a lot of people do i know you play a lot of people i know and and whatever all over the cities and all over the place and uh I saw you do this cool bass jam the other day in your new studio and it was the funkiest coolest thing I heard. Yeah, Isaac thanks, could be a good guy you. to have on the show, man, just because you are so young, and when I was your age, I grew up in a really small town in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin, and my heroes were all these people in the Twin Cities music scene. And here you're kind of growing up in the middle of it, but your chops and all these instruments you play, um, what's that like being so young? Do you still appreciate playing with all these folks?
2: Uh, thanks, man. Um, I appreciate it more than Anyone could guess. I mean, growing up in the city of Minneapolis, as any kid, I, you have a leg up just for growing up in the same city as all these players. I mean, you have the whole Prince Circle playing at Bunkers every Monday. And if you know someone who's older than 21, you can go watch. Like, that's, I don't really know a great way to say it, but just living in Minneapolis gets you a leg up just by watching other players. Yeah. For education. Yeah, it's it's really a force to be reckoned with. It's great.
0: So your father is Noah Levy, who's been on yep. the show before, plays drums with her. Played drums with the Bodines, uh, Nelson, um, the Honey Dogs, and your ad, uncle Adam Levy's been on the show too. talking about his uh, yep. Honey Dogs thing. Did you go to that? Are you going to go to that show he's doing in tribute to his son?
2: Um, I have not heard of it. <laughs> That's funny. I feel like a bad family member, but. Um, <laughs> No, I,
0: I, I just read on Facebook he's doing some tribute to his son that passed away. Um, I can't think of the name of the album he did. And yeah, uh, that's
2: so funny because, you know, he and I text every day. It's either about some recording project or some little stupid guitar thing. But that's, yeah, sometimes it's we, the, the lack of communication with him and I, really, you can see it in the shows because sometimes like the other person's playing a show someday and none of us know it's kind of a funny deal with him
0: oh that's funny man um a guy that i used to play with when i used to play at o'gara's the bands and all that stuff they used to play in a band called the rhinestone diplomats aaron cabbage Did you get some, oh, yeah, some music for Aaron yeah. Cabbage?
2: Yeah, man. Um, I'm actually just wrapping up some of his final mixes today.
0: Valentine's Couples Dinner. Limited times and availability February 13th and 14th, 5 p.m., 6 30 p.m., and 8 p.m. Reserve on the 45th Parallel Distillery website. 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka, producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel Distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy, slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow distillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their mission is to create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 45th Parallel Distillery dot com for hours and more information. So, you're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy while listening to your favorite local musicians? Try a 45th Parallel Distillery product; you won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly.
2: Uh, my dad and Adam and I just did eight tunes for him.
0: Okay, so how would yeah. that process? You guys did that at your new chubby mammal recording studio? Yes, sir. Is that a guy's house over there?
2: Yeah, um, funny story. About three years ago, my family moved houses. Um, and we only moved a block north of where we were. But the main reason of getting this house was that there was a perfect space above the garage for a recording studio. And, you know, my dad's a touring musician. But even if you're a touring musician, you're not gone 100% of the year. You're, there's a lot of off months that when you have home, you're bored. You know what I mean? Like, it, it really, when you're on the road, you have a strict schedule and a strict itinerary. But when you're home, you don't have much to do. So my dad thought it'd be a great thing to get this house and build a studio from the get-go.
0: Outstanding.
2: It's, it's in our own backyard. It's above our two-car garage. So that's where I am right here. Oh, it looks, looks like awesome. like a big log man. cabin. Yeah. yeah.
0: Who did all the woodwork and stuff?
2: Um, a few guys. Mostly Jack Chaffee built the stage at the Hook and Ladder. Okay. And then my dad and a couple other buddies, like Paul Boblett and yeah some of his old buddies, but it really it wasn't like a ton of contractors, it okay was basically two main contractors and my dad and some friends, so it really wasn't like a like a huge crazy deal.
0: okay, so is it like all set up for certain sound specifics or just a wood place and just a wood cabin and just start jamming?
2: um it is pretty sound specific Uh, the kind of the this is all. I want to say it's cedar, and the idea of cedar is that it just sounds great with drums. My dad wanted a big drum room, so that it is kind of tailored to having a perfect drum room, and I've been so happy with the drum tones we've had out of here.
0: So let's say Aaron Cabbage, I haven't talked to in a while, but how does someone yeah, sure. get a hold of you guys? Does he send you like an acoustic version of his songs and you guys just doctor it up and he says what yeah. references he wants or how does that all work when you guys, when someone does so that they, with you guys?
2: The, um, the Aaron situation was a little bit different, um, but mostly my dad and I, we kind of go about things two ways. You know, we have between the two of us, we can kind of play a lot of the instruments um, you know, I can play keys decently well, but bass guitar and drums are completely covered by my dad and I. So usually we'll have someone send us just an acoustic and singing track, and then we'll play all the instruments. I'll mix it, do you know, like a fake master. And if they if they release it, I just send it off to a mastering engineer. So between my dad and I, we can kind of do a whole album for somebody if they need.
0: Wow. So do you have them record it, like on a? Does, is Aaron going to come back and sing it too?
2: Nope. Um, so they recorded on a click. Um, like Aaron recorded all of his tracks on a click by himself, Okay. just on his laptop, and then he sent me all the files, and I put them in uh, Pro Tools, and I, my dad and I kind of tracked to that. So.
0: Okay. What kind of EQ difficulties did you have for someone just sending you over a track, or do you record it pretty good?
2: Um, Aaron's were actually pretty good. Um, some you know everybody has different gear. Um, sometimes it is it takes a little bit more work if it's a you know if it's kind of more of like a budget microphone but you can always get it in the end it it always it's kind of similar in the end so it's not as much work as you'd think
0: okay um yeah that's outstanding when is when's this going to be released
2: um not sure yet i I think aaron's kind of going through back and forth with that kind of trying to figure out what works for him as far as doing singles an album ep because after an uh, a few days here, we'll have eight completely mixed songs. Okay. So that'll be great. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, and that's my dad playing drums. Um, I've been playing a little bit, well, mostly bass, a little bit of guitar. Adam's also been playing guitar, but Adam's kind of been producing. He's in the producer chair for this whole album. So
0: Okay. So talking about your bass playing chops... Who are you, like, that? what was the song you played? You were demonstrating a new piece of equipment, I believe, on Facebook, wasn't it, the other day? And you're doing this funky, cool jazz thing, and that's my favorite type of music as of late, is blues and funky, but funky blues stuff. So I was like, oh, my God, this is spectacular. So when did you pick up that style of bass playing, and where did you learn how to do that, and who are your influences? Rigid weather is sweeping across Minnesota and Wisconsin, you need a vehicle that is reliable, will start, warm up, and not leave you stranded. I know I've got all those things and more with my black Jeep Cherokee I got from ID Chrysler. With 250,000 miles, my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, and the staff couldn't more help with me choosing vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at ZumbrodaCDJR.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zumbroda, Minnesota to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Zumbroda today and enjoy a safe winter season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride.
2: Um, well, for base, I can trace it back to one person and that's Jimmy Anton in town. Um, My dad and Jim Anton and uh, Chris Beatty and Tommy Barbarella had a four-piece combo that called the droppers that would play every Thursday at ice house when I was a little kid. And they did that for a few years. And then there was Brian Gallagher on sax and Mike Nelson and trombone. They'd have various guests come in, but they were kind of the house band that would play every Thursday. Okay. And I would go, um, you know, I was probably 10 and they would play from nine to one, but I would, I had no problem staying up that late driving home with my dad just to see Jim Anton play bass. Really? Yeah. I would sit right in front of his bass cab and, my jaw was just dropped every night
0: did you take lessons from him then or just like
2: just... i didn't um it's funny cuz whenever i um whenever i've had time he's always been on the road and whenever he has time i've always been having something busy but basically my education from him is just watching him and that i've been watching him since i was a little kid all the way till now so i haven't necessarily had any like personal lessons but just watching him has made all the difference i could say
0: so does he have like specific scales he uses, or certain artists he kind of emulates that you pick up from as well, or just straight Jim Anton? Um, that's it.
2: I would mostly. I don't know with Jim. He's so good. It's it's really. He can play anything he wants. He's such a musical guy, um, and he's not just a bass player. He's an exceptional musician, producer. Um. He. Produces a lot of records because he can see, my dad calls it, Jim can see the whole playing field. Um, he can, it's crazy being in the studio with him because he knows, he knows what everybody should be doing and he knows how to get the player to get it there, which is a, a great task.
0: Okay. Very, very cool. How about your drum influences besides your father?
2: Um, Yeah, man. You know what? Drums has always been weird for me. Um, I wouldn't, really call myself a drummer until this year I've been kind of working at it uh, but my dad's definitely the biggest influence and other than that um, I guess Alan Rubin he's um, he's kind of like a Bonham kind of player but he plays in Nine Inch Nails and he's actually like honestly one of my favorite rock drummers And then Steve Jordan, of course, too, for all the groove stuff. Those two are kind of like my favorite. Outstanding. That out. I listen to every day, for sure.
0: What's your favorite band your dad has played in? The Setzer? You ever met Setzer? Yeah. Really?
2: Pro- I, th- I think The Rockabilly Riot. My dad with Setzer. That's, that's my favorite band my dad's ever been in, hands down.
1: Get my dinner from a Beach
0: And I know you play guitar as well. Do you pick up any chops, some sets or try to do that old kind of swing stuff? 110%, yeah.
2: <laughs> I've, I haven't had a lesson from Brian, but it's I kind of grew up watching him also, like if within the first few rows, just sitting in front of Brian's amp and absorbing as much as I could.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, have you ever gone on the road with your dad on one of these road trips or these tours?
2: I have, yep. Um, a few times. I've only gone out... Um, I want to say once with Setzer, but that was fun. Um, flew out to Amsterdam to go see my dad.
0: I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville, St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B. Dale Club, located on the corner counter road B, and Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is a fact. The food at T-Birds Cafe and Takeaway is always out of this world. The annual B. Dale Winter Bocce Ball Tournament due to frigid weather has been moved to saturday february 21st at noon get your teams together and sign up at the bar for one of my favorite days of the year for your information we'll be following all social distance rules this year for sure rob emily natalie kate shelley entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail artists i've been told we've been talked about in these podcast ads the waller's woodhill cocktails are selling like hotcakes Karaoke, live music, pool table, pool dance, bingo nights, basketball tournaments, and much, much, much more B-Dale's Got It All. Stop by for cold one soon.
2: With my family, um, my mom and sister met my dad. He played at the Heineken Theater in Amsterdam. And then that night, um, my mom and sister went back to the hotel and I kind of finished out a string of dates with my dad. Just going on the bus with the guys and it was a lot of fun.
0: What an incredible life you live, Isaac. That is just, just yeah. awesome. Very man. fortunate.
2: Yeah, so, and those those experiences are great because as a young kid you can really see how the road works. Yeah. Um I kinda I know a lot of younger players who, you know, when they're nineteen they get a big gig or twenty and they don't know how to necessarily handle themselves on the road. It's always a punctuality thing, it's always being five minutes early. And yeah. being able to see that with my dad really that's made me so prepared for basically everything that can come at me now.
0: Cool. So when did you start playing with bands publicly in the Twin Cities? I know many years ago, we were playing at Commander in Breezy Point, Minnesota, and I was playing downstairs, and I believe you guys are playing with Brat Pack Radio Upstairs. (laughs) And I was talking to, I believe Ryan Lance. He's with the Blenders. He's like he's a lead singer, piano oh, player. Yeah, I love Ryan with them. And he was uh, saying, he goes, "Oh God, this kid's like 15, 16 years old, and it's it's Noah's kid." I'm like, "Oh my God!" And they just, so what kind of parents just trust you to go travel with these bands and play at like these kind of outlaw places like the Commander, and there's no trouble at all.
2: Yeah, um, that did take a lot of convincing on my mom's behalf. Uh, <laughs> You know, my dad was doing the same thing when he was my age, so he kind of knew. But my mom, you know, it is a weird deal. Usually, uh, you know, gigs are different now. But my whole junior uh, junior year of high school, I was mostly gone at least one day a week. I I would have to leave school to play a gig. So, you know, any mom who wants the academic best for the student is kind of a little bit skeptical of your son probably having to leave for Thursday and Friday every week to go to the commander and do a residency up there for the whole weekend or whatever. <laughs> Both of my parents love Ryan and they, um, that's, that's an exception, but also I started playing with other kids too and other pop singers. And I was driving around with them and, uh, my, my parents, they kind of, tr- they started trusting me once they realized that I wasn't, you know, I'm when I'm on the road, I don't get into trouble necessarily. I, I, I'm in bed right after the show and I wake up at seven in the morning. So that it's not like a, It's not a party thing at all.
0: Yeah. It just blows my my mind that you're still in high school and have all these crazy experiences and and it's just awesome and that you deserve them because you're such a good player and such a cool dude and stuff. Um, My dream when I was a kid was to move to the Twin Cities and kind of be a musician and whatever what is yours when you graduate school? Do you plan on sticking around the Twin Cities or do you plan on going like to Nashville or L.A. or New York or Paris or something? What's your plans after high school, do you think?
2: Man, I've been thinking about this a lot. As far as pre-COVID, my whole deal was that I wanted to move to Nashville right after school um, and just do a maybe like a music business course online That's, so I wouldn't have to you know, spend my kind of most important four years in a dorm I could be out touring while still getting a degree online. That's kind of what my plan was. And then after the shutdown hit, as you know and every musician knows, our whole industry came to a halt. So that kind of really froze plans in time for me as far as um and it really depends on what the summer's going to look like too. You know, I'll be graduated by May and Art. I don't know if tours are going to be back to normal by the end of fall or I don't know what necessarily bookers are hoping for, but I would hope to move. It's kind of, let's say this, I will move to Nashville or L.A. It's just kind of a matter of time.
0: Why Nashville?
2: Um, um, I'm Nashville is kind of the new L.A. as far as music. Um, L.A. used to be where all the rock records are and now... Everyone, a lot of people are moving from L.A. to Nashville because Nashville is kind of the new music capital.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Starry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday. If not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places, podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, I.D. Chrysler. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging in iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and wonderful worthwhile experience life is short go with some fun till next time